Thank you for tuning in to the Far Better Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we seek to please God now, so our eternity is far better. Here is your host, Michael Clark. Well, welcome in. We're glad that you're with us for another episode and that you're joining me for episode of Far Better on the Scattered Abroad Network. It is a blessing to be a part of this good effort, and I don't want that to be overlooked in the slightest. And so to be working with these young men and these brethren is, is a wonderful blessing. I'm grateful for the opportunity, and I hope and pray that you have enjoyed these first four weeks after our first month, ready for month number two. And so thanks for coming in for another episode of this season that we've called a Christian and Crohn's. Today's episode is called Prednisone and Rage. Now, when I got diagnosed, the doctors told me that one of the problems they had to correct was the fact that I couldn't keep weight on. Anytime I ate anything, it wouldn't be able to digest, and so therefore I wasn't getting any nutrients from my food, and I would just continue to get skinny, and they kept telling me, That's not going to be good for you, and so we're going to put you on a steroid that is going to make it easier for you to continue to eat and to be able to have all of the things that need to happen. You'll get the nutrients, you'll you'll fatten up a little bit, and you'll be healthier in that regard because it's not good that you have Crohn's disease, but it's even worse when you have Crohn's disease, and we can't even depend on you getting nutrients from your food. And so they put me on a steroid called prednisone. Now, if you've heard of prednisone you know exactly what this episode title means. If you haven't heard of prednisone, let me explain to you what this episode means. Now, I was diagnosed, given prednisone, and I was prescribed 8 milligrams of prednisone that I needed to take every day, 8 milligrams. Somehow or another, the pharmacy or the person who called in the prescription said 80 milligrams. And so every day I was taking four 20-milligram tablets of prednisone, and the very first day I did it, I started noticing, man, my appetite had come back. I'd gone out to eat with with family, and we were eating at Red Lobster, and you know how good those biscuits are. And I really and truly believe I had like 15 of those biscuits and plus the meal that I ordered as well. And I was still hungry when I got home, and so I had a bowl of cereal. And I thought, hey, this is a good sign. I mean, I, I had an insatiable appetite. I couldn't stop eating. And things seemed to be okay. And then I started noticing that the littlest things would set me off. And I would be angry for no reason. My wife one night made dinner, and it wasn't cold. It wasn't hot, but it was warm. I mean, it was passive. I, you, you've eaten warm food before. I could have gone and put it in the microwave and heated it up for a minute or two. But instead, I started basically getting on to her for the audacity of not serving hot food. And inside my head, I'm thinking, what is wrong with you? She worked hard on this, and she's in nursing school, and and you're going to get on to her because it's not as hot as you would like it to be? Come on. And so it started to feel like Jekyll and Hyde or The Incredible Hulk where 
I was one person in one moment and then a completely different person in another moment. One particular day, we'd gone to Cracker Barrel to eat lunch, and we had literally just been seated. And I said, where's our waitress? And I pulled out my phone. I had a tip calculator on my phone. And I said, for every minute she's not here, I'm going to deduct a percentage of tip. And Megan finally said, honey, I think you need to talk to the doctors about this prednisone you're taking because you're getting angry really, really quickly. And I thought, no, this is justifiable. I mean, she should have been here the moment we were seated, which is totally unreasonable. I'm not normally like that if you work in the industry of waitressing and you're someone who works for the food industry. That's not how I usually act. But it finally hit me the night after one of those individual moments of getting upset with Megan or getting upset with someone for something silly. I had a test the next day at the Memphis School of Preaching, and I studied for the test, and I got one of the questions wrong but technically not that far off from being right. And when my instructor explained the answer and said it out loud, I yelled almost. Thankfully, I don't believe he heard me, and if he did, he was kind enough to realize that wasn't me within my right mind. I yelled, how are you going to tell me that that's the right answer? And that's when I knew for sure there was no reason for me to behaving like that at all. And some of you might be thinking, how come you didn't know then? Well, I knew when it was with Megan, and I knew somewhat at the Cracker Barrel, but for my mind, I thought, well, I've got a reasonable, you know, issue with all of this. And then I started noticing, if I'm going to start yelling at my teachers, I've never thought to do that at all. I probably do need to talk to the doctors. And so we had the power lectureship the next week. And I go to the power lectureship, and I call my nurse, my research nurse, because one of the things they had to do first was they had to get me healthy enough to start this research study. And so I couldn't keep losing weight in order to get onto the research study. And so she said, how's everything going with the prednisone? And I said, well, it's good and bad. I am currently hungrier than I've ever been. I'm eating a lot. I'm putting on weight. I've got that puffy face that you get when you take steroids, and I feel decent. And she said, okay, what's wrong? And I said, well, I'm getting angry really quickly. I've noticed it the last week because that's about when all of these events took place was in like a one-week span. I said, I'm noticing that the littlest things are making me not just angry, but like Hulk smash angry to the point where I'm yelling, I'm, I'm getting upset, I'm, I'm being, you know, rude to waitresses, and I'm yelling at instructors, and I just, that's not me. And she said, okay, how many tablets are you taking today? I'm saying, I'm taking four. And she says, four tablets? And I said, yeah, I'm taking four tablets, 80 milligrams, just like always. And she said, 80? Eight, zero? Yes. Michael, you're supposed to be taking eight. Well, see, here's the other problem. Once you start the process of taking all these steroids, you have to wean yourself off of them. You have to slowly go away. And so I couldn't just stop cold turkey taking these steroids. So I had to continue to take the 80 milligrams for another two days and then go down to like 60 and then 55 and then 40. And I had to continuously go down and down and down. And I now have with all of my doctors on file that I cannot take prednisone because I started taking prednisone again for a regular steroid pack and got angry again. 
some reason with me, prednisone doesn't work well. It was great to be able to eat again. Not so great to yell at your new, newly, you know, newlywed wife or your instructors at school or a waitress who's doing everything she can to probably make ends meet and working as hard as she can in her environment, and I'm going to be mad because she has the audacity to not be there to wait on me the moment I sit down. Suffering doesn't excuse circumstance. And circumstances are not excused by the extenuating factors. Yeah, okay, I suffered with Crohn's disease, and I, I was put on prednisone, and that caused me to have these rage-induced, you know, outbursts. But did that excuse me? You know, when I read in Colossians 4, verse 6, from my speech to always be with grace and seasoned with salt, it doesn't say, unless you're taking prednisone. It doesn't say, unless you're in a situation where you can't control an outburst. And so I had to remind myself, my wife did a great job of doing it, that this isn't working. You shouldn't be acting like this. You've never acted like this. And so I got off prednisone. I now take a steroid when I need to that's called budezonide. And it works great. But... The lesson learned? Christianity goes beyond the pew, right? I mean, I think we'd all agree with that. We talk about Sunday-only Christians and Sunday-only preaching where the individual who's behind the pulpit preaches a great sermon on Sunday, but then on Monday they're worldly. And Christians are the same way. You know, they're some of the best singers that we have and some of the most eloquent prayers that could be prayed and all of these other things that are around in the service setting on a Sunday or a Wednesday, and then yet on Monday, you wouldn't recognize them. Influence and Christianity go beyond the Sunday morning service. Here's how I know. We're told in... 1 Timothy and Titus, that elders, one of the qualifications that they're supposed to meet is that they have a good report of those who are without. And the reason for that is when someone sees in your community an elder in the Lord's church and they say, that's one of the sorriest excuses of a man I've ever seen in my life, that doesn't bode well. That doesn't bode well for that man's ability to be qualified to be an elder. If it's true for an elder that he is supposed to be somebody that is given a good report of those who are without the church, that if they ask about your eldership, that they the average answer around the community would be they're upstanding men. They're great citizens of this community, of this county, of this city. That's true for elders. Why would I be exempt from that? Why would you be exempt from that? I get it. It wasn't my fault that the pharmacy made a mistake and I was taking 80 milligrams, and it wasn't even my fault that prednisone is known to make people outburst like that. But I am thankful that my influence, at least in the outward appearance of the world, wasn't hurt 
because of some silly outburst of the fact that I didn't get my drink when I wanted it. One of my favorite movies, remember the Titans. Coach Herman Boone says in that movie, did I ask for your excuses? And I think we do well sometimes to remind ourselves that we can try to excuse away our treatment and our behavior of people. But that doesn't actually excuse us. It doesn't actually change anything. Well, they deserved it. They had it coming. Really? That makes it okay? Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. I'm going to give an account on Judgment Day for the things that I've done. You're going to give an account on Judgment Day for the things that you've done. Are we going to try to make excuses for our bad behavior or are we going to correct it when we see it? I'm glad I don't take prednisone anymore. I think my wife is too. That doesn't excuse me from being a good person. The devil has a lot of tools that he wants to utilize. And nothing is exempt in his mind. You ever noticed how you feel like you're finally starting to get ahead in life and then something has to happen? Years ago, Megan and I had finally put $1,000 aside for emergencies. You know what happened, right? Very next day, our oven broke. Looking it up online, a good oven that matched the rest of the, the appliances we had in the kitchen was... You guessed it. Just at under or just under a thousand dollars. And so we started over again, putting in another one thousand dollars. I often wonder about the people who follow the Dave Ramsey steps, how many thousands of dollars they've put aside when their baby steps had to be stopped and restarted at one because they had to drain their thousand dollar emergency fund. But don't let those things tear you down. You, you just refill the account and keep going. From a Christian perspective, when the devil tries to, di- to, to get you to be tempted and to put you in situations that are going to be incredibly difficult to overcome, don't let it get you down. Don't let it get to a point where you say, there's no way I can get out of this. I, I just, I can't. Push forward and strive to be better. That's what I have to do. The devil's going to get all of us if we let him. And one of the ways we let him is by forgetting our example. And while it's a funny story about the prednisone and the rage and yelling at a waitress in my mind about the fact that she wasn't there and an instructor and getting upset at the silliest of stuff, there are people out there that that's just their demeanor. And if you ask them why, they're going to tell you it's because They've been slighted in some way, and therefore, they're justified in acting that way. Did God ask for your excuses? Or did he ask for your service? 
hard but necessary to realize we have to be better. Next week on the Far Better Podcast, we're going to talk about Crohn's disease and school. Crohn's disease and school. Hope you'll tune in, and I hope this is helping you as it's helped me. Until then, take care, and God bless. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.